Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of the podcast. I have been promising for the longest. Um, if you're new here, my name is Lombe. My name is Lombe Posa. Um, I'm a Zambian YouTuber and this is episode one of the podcast I have been preparing so long for. Um, those of you who already, you know, are subscribed to my YouTube channel and you're here listening, welcome. This podcast is called Becoming Her with Lombe Posa. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that I am her. I mean, I am her. <laughs> but I'm not the her that I want to be yet. And this podcast is basically you guys listening to me navigate my way into becoming the person, the woman I want to be. And hopefully, along the way, you can learn something. You know, we're going to talk everything. Relationships friendships businesses growth school everything spirituality god you know anything that makes somebody her because i feel like the world has this definition of its it girl you know the it girl is that girl who wakes up at six in the morning who does what who does this but who is the it girl to you what does it mean to you who is the person that you want to become and that's what this podcast is basically about and today i was you know i don't know how episode one of a podcast is supposed to go I don't know if this is the, I just give you guys an intro and then you wait for the next episode or whatever, but I decided to start this podcast with an actual episode, like me actually giving you guys my two cents and, you know, me giving you guys a piece of my mind and what's been going on for me and, you know. Before we get into what I had prepared for episode one, let me give you guys a little background, maybe I introduce myself for those who don't know me, you know. First of all, my name is Lombe, Lombe Posa. Posa is my middle name. It's not my last name. Please don't assume. <laughs> it's not my last name. My name is Lombe Posa. That's what everybody knows me as. I l turned 21 a few weeks ago, about three, two weeks ago. And I feel like I have had the most, I feel like I've experienced the most I've ever experienced in my life. In my 20s like in this two in this year that i've been 20 and maybe that's the reason why this podcast took so long for me to start because there was so many things i had to experience and now i feel like i'm ready to talk about a lot of it um you know yeah i am the firstborn in my family i come from a family of four girls you know it's packed it's hectic we're four girls and i'm the firstborn <laughs> And yeah, I'm a medical student. I study in Zambia. And that on its own is a ball game. I can write a novel about this tr the tragedies, the anxiety that goes <laughs> into being a medical student in Zambia. But that is basically what I'm about. And I'm a content creator. I love making content. It is, it is my way of de-stressing and, you know, it's my life, okay? Literally, I am, it's in the blood. And so this is a new part of content creation that I've been wanting to make for so long. I've had this in the in the drafts for a long time. But now I'm sitting here in my bedroom in my wardrobe actually recording and I'm so gassed. And I hope you guys are as well. And yeah, let's get right into the topic of interest. Things I've learned in my 20s. And these are things that I maybe wish I knew when I was younger but... I would not have changed it in the slightest bit because I feel like I've learned it at the right time. Number one is that choosing yourself is not being selfish. I'll say it again. Choosing yourself 
is not being selfish. That is being selfish. Being selfish is when you're doing things for your advantage, knowing very well that you're damaging other people in the process of it. You don't care about other people. You're doing it. You know, I think we all know what being selfish is. But choosing yourself, here's the difference. If you know that a situation is not good for your mental health, if you know that in this space, I do not feel at my best with these people i do not feel at my best doing these activities i don't feel my authentic self removing yourself from that situation is not you being selfish it's you choosing yourself you choosing your peace and the problem is that a lot of people take it into offense when you choose yourself over them because people feel entitled to your time your energy all that you know and I've been raised to be such a sweetheart that I would sacrifice my time, my energy, my mind for people who would not do the same thing for me. And it was draining because, you know, you learn from the Bible that do unto others how you'd love them, do unto you, but do not ex- don't do stuff while expecting other people to do it for you. You know what I mean? Like, don't do things with the intention that I'm going to do this so that they can do it for me as well. You understand? But there is a fine line between choosing your peace and being a nice person. Because the truth is, in this world, being a good person, you are bound to get the shorter end of the stick. What being a good person is, is not what I thought it was when I was like 15. When I was 15, I thought being a good person is like, doing it for others being good to others for others but really it's doing good to others for you and you know what the whole thing about choosing yourself you know what i will say it in zambian lingo owns a jade bro like people are crazy people will literally try to gaslight you into believing that choosing yourself is wrong that you should do it their way and those are the narcissistic people who do that to you because i'll give you an example i feel like if today here's an example my best friends and i we have such good communication um sometimes we'll be in the group chat talking maybe we won't even talk chembe will literally come and say you know what guys uh i won't lie to you guys i'm not feeling great this week for me i'm feeling a b c d but i'll come talk to you guys about it when i feel like it and you know we do it like girl you take the time that you need for yourself. We will never try to force Chembe to be like, hey, say what, say, say, no, we're your friends. Hey, you know what? Because people feel entitled. And you know what? I have a, I've had a lot of questions on Instagram of people asking me, is it, is, is it wrong that I take time away from my friends? Is it wrong that I want to be alone? It is not wrong to take time for yourself. If at all, if you're the friend who is constantly trying to push your friend out of their their space then you need to check on yourself because why why must you do that you know i feel like everybody needs alone time because in alone time you get to hear your own thoughts you know what you want to do do what you would like to do figure out what you would want and what you think is best for you of course there's there's two there's two ways to this okay you can be thinking that Choosing yourself is doing the wrong things. No, I'm not talking about that. I mean in the good way. (laughs) Okay. And if you find friends who can understand that much about you and respect your boundaries, then that's a a green flag. That's That's a step in the right direction. Because at the end of the day, all of us 
need time to ourselves. I've learned that if you cannot, if you find that you're the person who cannot be in alone time, you actually cannot be alone. You want to be around people all the time. That's a bit of a red flag to you, to yourself. You should ask yourself, why is it that I, I always feel the need to be with other people? Why can't I be happy in my own space by myself? These are things that I learned when I was in ninth grade and things that I've been even teaching my friends till now that you don't always have to be around people to be happy. I feel like happiness should start with you, yourself, and your God in your bedroom. And that way, whatever happens outside in the world will not affect your happiness. It might, it will, but in the long run, you have you and you have God. And that's all that matters. And that's how you can navigate your way through life. You know, I've spent too much time talking about this. Let me just go to the next point. (laughs) I hope you're hearing me though. Is somebody hearing me? Can I get an amen? Amen. The second thing that I've learned, and I want you guys to hear me properly on this one. Don't get, don't get it twisted. Hear me well. You do not owe anybody an explanation. A friend of mine had been updating his status as always, as he normally does. And he happened to post um, this musician who had been trending at the time for some, for some, some jade thing he did, you know. <clears throat> he had been trending at the time for just something that he did. And... My friend was innocently posting on WhatsApp and then he assumed that, oh no, what if people think I'm attention seeking right now? And so he went to explain himself. He's like, no guys, you know, I told him, you know what? Yeah, the truth of the matter is you don't need to explain yourself. You really don't. If people are going to think a way about you, let them think that way because you cannot change everybody's mind. You can't. You can't make everybody see you the way you want to be seen. That's not possible. And the truth is half the time people don't care. That's the truth. Half the time the thing you're fussing so much about, people don't even people don't even care. They haven't even seen. <laughs> you know. So, you do not need to give people an explanation for everything. I won't lie to you. A lot of the time, people who have anxiety um issues you find that they over explain a situation you're like bro it's fine bro no i just hope i just hope you didn't really mean you know those that's that's a different case you know people people have anxiety It, it goes like that but i hope you understand this yeah i had to learn that you cannot change the minds of everybody to see you the way you want to be seen especially if they've already decided how they want to portray you in their mind and to others. If today somebody went to make a room and say, you know what, actually Lombe sleeps with a bunch of guys. It's not in my, I, I should not even feel bothered to get up and start clearing these rumors. Oh no, no, guys, it's not true. No, guys. no, listen, as long as me, I know it's not true. I don't care. I really don't give a damn. <laughs> like think what you want to think. You know, and I won't lie to you, it's easier said than done. It took a long time for me to reach this point because I used to be that person who really wants to explain and clear my name because I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't want to be the bad guy. For a long time, I feared nothing more than being the bad guy. I feared nothing more than being the villain in people's stories. I wanted to be the good guy because I was a good guy and I really felt like I needed to explain to people that I'm the good guy. But at this point, I really don't, I really don't care. You know, the bottom line is 
in somebody's story out there in the world, you will be the bad guy. And you know what? If I'm going to be the bad guy, better fear because I'm a pretty bad guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't need to explain to everyone. Okay. And this goes hand in hand with the next thing I was going to say. Do not waste your life clearing rumors i always reference what jack carlos said in his song he says listen i don't clear up rumors where's your sense of humor okay and i won't lie to you some things bother me more than others they do but i come down to myself and i say okay i fuss about it i clear the rumor people still believe the rumor what have i gained nothing what have i wasted my energy so if people want to see you in a way that they choose to see you let that be their problem my mom has always told me that above everything else your reputation precedes you your reputation is not going to speak for itself it's never been a part of my personality and it's something that i am forcing to be part of my personality because it's so important and it feels so good to speak your mind now let me put it this way if i'm angry i will speak my mind regardless if i'm hurt I shy from speaking my mind because I do not like the uncomfortable conversations. If I if I'm not okay with something, I will be I will, I will just be like, you know, I'm just gonna it's fine. I'm just gonna <laughs> you know, I just sweep it under the carpet and I move on. And I sweep it under the carpet and I move on. But, you know, since I turned 21, I've told myself, you know what, yeah? If you do not like something, if you want to know something, if something is on your mind, just say it. You know, just say it. It's so hard. I won't even lie to you. I, more than anyone, understand. Trust me. But the feeling of relief you get afterwards is so amazing. I sleep like a baby knowing I've spoken my mind and I've I've said everything I want to say to the person that I want to say it to. Because I won't lie to you. There's nothing worse than having something on your heart, on your chest. And keeping it and harboring it. Because that breeds so many toxic and bad feelings. And this goes also hand in hand with something I was going to say. Stop sweeping things under the carpet. And I'm not just saying this to you guys. I'm saying this to me as well. Because it was yesterday that I realized that I have a lot of packed. And I have a lot of packed emotions and feelings that i've kept for so many years over certain situations that they come out at the worst time and in the ugliest form and how i don't want them to you know i won't lie to you yesterday i realized that i've been angry i've been angry like (laughs) it's something that i constantly have to pray about because i've been so angry but I smile, I laugh, you know, I have to keep up with this, you know, not even for anybody, but for myself, because I'm like, I don't want to live a life of anger, but I've been living a life of anger in my spirit, you know, in physical, I walk around, I laugh, I'm happy, I know that, but when it comes down to my spirit, it's bothered, I'm like, what is going on, you know, sometimes, some days, I wake up, and I'm like, I'm just not in a good mood. I just want violence. Don't speak to me. <laughs> and then you don't even understand where these feelings come from. But it's from things from so long ago that you haven't revisited. You haven't looked at it. And so then when somebody or something just rubs you in the wrong direction, everything comes to blow up in your face. I'll give you a, 
I'll give you a practical example because I feel like this podcast is more intimate and personal. And I'm going to share with you guys my actual private stories. Not all of them, but some of them which I feel like you guys need to hear. There was a time, I won't really go into much detail about that right now because I'll save it for a later time. But there was a time when I was in a compromising situation. I was in a situation where I should have cried. I should have bawled my eyes out, but I didn't. I thugged it out. I made myself believe that I shouldn't cry. Or it's not even something that I tell myself like I shouldn't cry. I don't, my body doesn't allow itself. I don't understand. (laughs) But I didn't cry. And so, you know, weeks and weeks went by, days and days went by. And I was feeling this hurt in my heart. But every time I feel that hurt, I would cover it up. I would play, play music. I would dance. I would do something. Watch a movie. And forget, you know, forget inverted commas that that's what i was going through but my mind was never forgetting these things my mind was keeping it just keeping it just keeping it and then at one point i remember i was i was driving to school and um, i school really far from my from my home and so i was driving and this song came on i was already sad and then this song started playing just know how it is it became a fume in there it became a fume I started crying. And the crying at first was like, just subtle, you know, not too much. I was just like, you know. And as we are going, as we are going, it's me in the car alone, me, the speaker, and just me and my guardian angel. We are going. And the crying started elevating. And I was like, woof, Lombe, woof, where is this coming from? <laughs> and I didn't even realize I was over speeding. I was going above the speed limit. And the police stopped me. And then I went to him. Wipe my tears, hoping I was not looking like a fool. I was saying, e- hopefully, he doesn't see that I'm crying. And so I went there and I thought he's going to be yelling at me. But this man goes like, hey, how are you? I'm like, I'm fine, sir. How are you doing? And he's like, I'm okay. And, you know, he looked at me and he's like, are you okay? And yo, lo and behold, lo and behold, the showers of tears decided to come out at that point. I cried, you guys. As in, there's crying, but I cried. I bored my eyes out in the middle of the street at a <laughs> at a speed drop. I cried. I said, sir, I am not okay. And he's like, what's going on? You know, it's so funny because he was panicking. He's like, did your, did your boyfriend break up with you? Did he cheat? Did he what? I'm like, no, sir. That's not what happened. <laughs> and, you know, he, you know, he told me, he pulled me to the side. He's like, no, 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 come here. Let's talk. Let's talk. And I explained to him. If getting out of a situation, getting out of a friendship, getting out of getting out of a relationship, getting out of a, a place is for the good of your happiness, then do it and do not feel sorry about it. This is what he told me. And I cried and told me, you know what, get in that car, calm down, go to school. I will check up on you later. And he did. And I was so happy because I was like, I feel, I really do believe that, you know, these things, guys, God knows what you need to hear and he in sometimes in your moments of sadness he sends you an angel to let you know to get you back in focus like yo relax i know you're hurt you're allowed to be hurt but focus you know and yeah that is that is the most one of the most important lessons i've learned and i continue to tell myself that um for you to get over something, you need to allow yourself to get through the emotions of that experience. If you're going through grief, allow yourself to grieve. 
Do you understand? Allow yourself to go through those things. I'll reference something again. My friend, Michi, and I, make sure you subscribe to her channel. She's really cool. She's really funny. We've been doing this weekly. We did this weekly devotion. And the theme and the objective was mainly how to live life in present and not in your past or in your future. And how to take a hold of the present and appreciate this then now than looking at what is my future going to be like da, 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 or looking at the mistakes of your past and one of the things that they said there was you take captive your thoughts and do not let your thoughts take you captive i said wow that's that's deep because you know what yeah sometimes you get so lost in your thoughts that you detach from reality like in reality you've gotten what you wanted you've gotten the job you wanted you've entered the school you wanted and now you're so busy stressing about the exam that hasn't come you're you're already depressed in advance about the exam that hasn't come why not enjoy the now count the blessings that are there right now you know i don't want to sit in my bed and have a bad day because of one thought i had because i remembered one thing that happened in the past was i remembering my future no i want to look at right now what's happening right now what can I look at right now that's making me happy? I would like to read a verse for you. I would like to read a verse that, that we had on the devotion. Let me just open it real quick. This is from Psalm 13, verse 2. And it's basically David writing his normal poems. And he said, How long must I wrestle with my thoughts? And day after day have sorrow in my heart. How long? You, you can really ask. These are the things you can ask yourself for real. You know, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but sometimes I feel like I'm two different people. There's the spirit me and the physical me. And in my mind, I can't, I fail to control the direction in which my thoughts are going. If my thoughts choose today to go to the pits, we're going to the pits. If we decide to think about something that we're not today, we'll go there. And I find myself scolding myself like, Lombi, no, it's, in, it's enough. Ah, ah. It's enough, <laughs> you know, because you're like, I do not want to be this version of me today. I want to be happy. And reading this um, devotion made me realize you have to take charge of your thoughts. God has given you that power. And sometimes if you feel like you don't have that power, you can pray over it. Pray that, Lord, listen, it might be me. It might be the devil. I have no idea who it is. But can you stop this person? Can you stop this inner me from destroying my day today? I woke up this morning. I ate. I walked to school. I drove to school. I arrived at school safely. I am alive. I deserve to have a good day. And these things, you might not see it right now, but these things are what make your life so much easier and better. And again, it is not easy. It is not easy to fight. You know, my pastor always says, if there's a battle that is the worst, it is the battle of the conscious. If your conscience is not at peace, you can run away from the reality of the situation in real life here. So have you ever, I don't know if you guys have ever been in that space where things are going wrong. Like your mind is chasing you in this <laughs> physical realm. And you're like, maybe let me sleep. Even in your sleep, they come to attack you. It haunts you in your sleep. The battle that is the hardest is that of the mind. And so if you can get your mind at peace, bro, everything else just falls into place. But it's not easy. It's a day-to-day -day thing. And sometimes, even right now, in for that moment, you can accept that I'm feeling good. Today I feel good. By the evening, 
but it's just show you you'll be shown <laughs> cannot fix that man <laughs> you cannot fix that man you cannot fix that friend you cannot fix that woman you cannot change people you can't you can't and once you accept that your life will be smooth <laughs> you won't experience any turbulence you won't experience any harm stop trying to fix people please that is the that is god's job okay do not give yourself the job of the holy spirit you can't bob the builder please you cannot fix somebody most especially if they do not want to be fixed if they do not want to change a good example and i think this is where a lot of us experience this in relationships if somebody does not want to do something they won't do it period period and even if they do it they'll do it because you said it and it's as good as you're doing it for yourself two days ago i think my verse of the day was um from matthew and it was one of the times when jesus was speaking and he said how can you try to remove a speck from your friend's eye whilst you have a plank in your eye why not remove the plank from your eye first before removing the speck from your friend's eye and in church and a lot of the time we are taught that this verse refers to judging others which it does in a sense but i'll give you a different perspective perspective today i'll give you a different perspective today Imagine God was trying to say, you are trying so hard to fix your friend who has a small issue. Maybe your friend is greedy. Let's say a friend is greedy. Yeah. And you're trying so hard to change this person. Change. No, I want to fix him. I want to fix him. But you're the one who needs fixing yourself. How You cannot... You cannot fix somebody and see clearly whilst you have a plank in your eye. And I said, wow, that is so deep. Why not turn around, fix yourself first. Remove that plank from your eye. Fix yourself. Do some deep introspection. Figure out the things about yourself you need to change. And then go into the world. Not to try to change others, but that's it. Go into the earth. Because think about this, yeah? It's so draining to try to fix somebody else, try to change somebody else. And you already have filled. You're half filled. And you're trying to pour into this person. You're pouring, you're pouring, you're pouring. By the time you've poured everything, you have nothing. Because you weren't even full yourself. Then what? Then what? Then you're, now somebody also has to come and fix you. Why? You know, leave the fixing to God seriously i remember a few days ago my not even days ago a few i think a month ago i was cracking this joke with my sister i was saying you know what some people they are so stubborn guys some people they are so stubborn that even the holy spirit treads softly with them do you understand even god has his way his path a slow route to change that guy that girl but you you think you can enter now to do what god is taking his time to do that is impossible you hurt yourself the only thing that's going to happen is you change you someone you think let me change him maybe he doesn't believe what i believe in maybe i want to change this man this girl to enter my faith let me change him nope you cannot convert somebody that's something i learn every single time 
I am at church. You cannot convert some somebody. And I'll talk about conversion even, I think, in another episode. But this is the point. You can't fix people. It's draining. Don't do that. Take the time to fix yourself. And even when it comes down to you, if you notice, if you've tried to fix yourself, you can't do that minus God. So imagine for the other person, you know, these are things. And this is why, this is why I think it's so important to spend these, you know, these years of your life figuring out who you are, who you want to be, even like outside a relationship. I feel like we got into those things really quickly. Those of us and like people my age, we want love so badly. We want to be in relationships so badly. It's not wrong, but I feel like you need to take the time to get to know yourself and to figure out what you want. Because you know what? You spend potentially a a lump sum of your life with the love of your life. So if you're going to do that anyway, spend 50 years with him anyway, why not spend these years figuring out yourself, how you react to things, how you respond to things, you know, how you process, think, all those things. These are things I learned just about a year ago. And I'm like, I'm happy. And I'm like, wow, this is what life looks like from this from this side. And as we bring this podcast to a slow end, I have a few more points that I would like to express. The first one, I heard this, I think last night in the blues of the night, somewhere at zero to around there, I was on TikTok and I opened this podcast and this lady said, if you're saying yes to everybody, you are saying no to yourself. I'll say that again. If you find yourself saying yes to everyone, you are saying no to yourself. It's good to be a helping hand. It's good to be there for people. You know, you want to be that person to fix others. Not even, not even for the look of it, but because that's who you are. It's part of your personality. But saying no to yourself is more dangerous than saying no to other people. Because... After a while, you come and realize how much of yourself you've lost. I realized that for the past few months, I've lost myself in ways that I did not think were possible. I I lost myself for a hot minute. For a hot minute. I, I will talk about that, you know, when it comes the season to talk about that, but... I lost myself, you guys, yo. And I feel like that is the reason why I stopped putting out certain content because I felt like I wasn't being true to myself. I wasn't being authentic. So how am I going to sit here and talk about things I am not doing myself? And I didn't even get the opportunity to mourn the loss of my old self. I'll tell you something. When I turned 20, I was sad. I won't even lie. It's nice, yes, being 20, but I really, really loved being a teenager. And leaving that part of my life was so sad for me. And because it felt stupid to cry, to be sad over that, I didn't get the chance to mourn the old me, the, that version of me. Of course, this me is better. But you know what? This is also something I learned in the devotion that you are allowed to mourn a phase in your life. You're allowed to let go of that, to get over it. You're allowed to mourn certain things. And the past months, I realized I really lost myself. I reached the pits in my life. 
I found myself I was even losing my hair. I was like it was it was terrible. School, my personal life, everything combined was in shambles and I did not get the opportunity to um grieve that completely. And that's why I'm saying sweeping things under the carpet, I found that under the carpets there was a lot of things going on. And yesterday I was actually telling my cousin, I would really love to get a therapist. Not even to, for her to tell me what to do but just to i would like to pay someone to hear everything i have to say <laughs> because i feel like nobody's gonna like who wants to hear that you know but you know i found myself saying yes yes oh yes yes to everybody even when i didn't want to do certain things i wasn't happy with certain things and that's the truth i was neglecting myself and my wants and my needs for a long time because i put other people's priorities above mine i made other people's priorities my own such that i i lost focus of what i wanted to do who i wanted to be you know i thought i reached a point in my life when i was like must i die must i die for everything to go away and then i just told myself that you know what no this is not this is come on i'm not even 21 and i'm having these thoughts like yo come come on come on <laughs> you know and you know these are things that i um these are things that i'm learning as i'm going and i don't want you to get you guys to feel like maybe i sound like i have it all figured out but i don't you know which brings me to my next point at the age of 20 they 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 raw not even ripe they raw age of 20 you do not need to feel like you have your life figured out even at 20 even at 23 or 24 you don't need to feel like you have your entire life figured out i feel like nobody does everybody's just moving by faith at this point try it out it fails go to the next thing you know the same lady i was listening to on the podcast said nothing is more damaging than giving yourself a timetable a life timetable by 20 i should da 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 da. i told myself by 23 i should have graduated um medical school which i was going to i should have done this i should i had a whole life plan but god flipped it around he showed me that no this is not where you're going you're going this side and because i have such a relationship with god that i I try my hardest to accept his will because he did say that he does nothing but for my good. And if he does everything for my good, why must I question his will for me? If he tells me, you know what, I'm going to take you two years back in school. You're going to be here. You're going to do this. I should accept that and, and understand that he's doing it not to harm me, but for my sake. But if you have an entire timetable of your life, it will be so hard to let go and let god because mm -hmm, it's the pits guys acceptance is painful it's a hard pill to swallow but once you swallow it god will open your eyes and you start to see that okay you know you ever reached a point in your life when things happen things are tragic but then because of how you've lived your life with god you you already see the fast forward that okay this is where this is where he's going with this and sometimes you might not that's fine but Nothing is more peaceful than putting your life in the hands of God and believing that he's doing what he's doing for your good, for your sake. Even if it means losing somebody, losing an opportunity, losing mm, time, losing years of your life. He knows what he's doing. He's, he's always done what he's doing. The last two things are, one, 
there is no way that <laughs> you will navigate your life minus God because God he knows the future the past the present like the back of his hand he wrote that and so you navigating life minus God is you walking into a black hole without a torch without a map without a torch you're walking in circles you're going round and round by yourself you know and that's the most important lesson I've learned these are things that I you know people there's people who are spiritual while they're teenagers or they were you know early in their teenagers but I feel like I met God at the point in my life when I when I was meant to and that's a that's a whole nother like episode the whole relationship with God thing it's a whole different episode but I reached a point in my life when I chose that, you know what, I want to give my life to God and I want to experience true conversion and all that. And life as a Christian is not easy peasy, lemon squeezy. It's not easy breezy. It's not, if at all, I'll tell you the truth. When you tap into being a child of God, when you um, are born again, life becomes harder. Life becomes tragic. Life becomes harder life becomes harder not because god is making life harder for you but because one yeah a target for the devil okay the devil really these people who are living in sin enjoyably the devil it doesn't it's not really his, his priority he would want more than anything else to bring down somebody who's grounded in god and that's why you find that the more you tap into you know your relationship with god the deeper you go in these things life becomes harder i will not lie to you guys i've had the craziest two years of my life i literally just came from india literally just came from donating bone marrow to my sister something i never ever thought would happen and the whole experience itself and the way things played out was purely just by the hand of god you know you see the hand of god in a crisis and it's in those moments those darkest moments that you see God's light shining, then you know for real they must there must be a God. Because ain't no way I survived this had there not been a God. And I feel like God is the most important part of my life right now. He's the you know when David was saying, God is my stronghold, he's my refuge. I fly under his wings. These are things that you only get to experience when you tap into God because I cannot imagine going back to the life I was living before scary <laughs> tragic scary and this is it's crazy because people think no when you become a Christian you stop sinning or like um you know you should you should stop sinning and all these things happen but sinning will never end until God comes and that is why he came to die for us and you know, sometimes you sin and you feel like I'm so far from God that there's no way of recovering. But I tell you what, there's nothing like too far gone for God. There's nothing like that. When he says the least of them shall be the first, he means it. Those people who you think this one is so wicked, <laughs> but yeah, this one can't. Those are the ones who will be preaching to you. And that is just how wonderful God is. I would I would love so much to explain more on those things. I will 
because that's a huge part of my life and i would love to share with you guys so in my next episode i'll probably explain to you guys the whole true conversion thing i read something so special and i would love to share that with you guys but for now i'm just gonna leave you guys with a question that we're going to continue in the next episode and the question is who am i this is a question i ask myself every single day look myself in the mirror and say who are we who am i not who am i to my mom who am i to my dad who am i to my friends no who am i to me or before i even you know because i talk too much before i start even talking about that i will leave that for the next episode hopefully you guys enjoyed this you learned something um you know we have a lot of things that are going to be coming on here talking a lot of relationships i feel like on youtube i don't know there's a lot of people on there and my face goes round. <laughs> um i'm 21 and if my parents are saying to this i hope you know that the age 21 is a lot of things hmm. i will be talk- unpacking relationships and the tragedies of that you know there's a lot of things i have planned but for now i will just keep that little surprise for you guys i hope you enjoyed um i don't know when this will be up but you know i hope i don't know when this will be up i don't even know where but whatever platform you're listening to this from make sure you subscribe make sure you follow don't forget to go to my instagram just to follow me on there subscribe to my channel we're trying to get to 50,000 subscribers i hope you enjoy this also please this is not just for girls only i know it says becoming her but the boys can listen to this as well the boys can you know you learn something you will learn something don't worry about it and until i see you guys or until you guys hear my voice next this is me signing out enjoy the rest of your evening enjoy your day